Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, what's up? It's been a couple weeks, three to be exact. Uh, this is the slightly unqualified podcast. Man, it's been so long. I'm so rusty at this like introduction. <laughs> uh, welcome to the slightly unqualified podcast. I'm your lovely goat host, Maddie Ice, Maddie J. Matt's in the building. We back, baby. Here to stay back permanently. Gentlemen, it's been a few weeks. Um, how have you been? Andrew, we'll start with you. Because you were uh, late today twice, so it, like you must have had such an exciting three weeks that like you didn't watch Loki and you were late. So like, how your three? Oh yeah, going? I need to I need to know what's going on. Okay, so well, it's good to see you. It's good to be back. Sure. Our extended vacation was a little long. I honestly, I don't have a great excuse for not watching it. We'll, we'll go to week one. Um, Week one, since we didn't have a podcast, I forgot about it. Like, I <laughs> just didn't even realize that it came out. the The second week, wow. the second week, wow. I was down in Mexico uh, for the whole week, and yeah, this was like nice. the the first time that we've gone to Mexico as a family where we haven't had like a kid in diapers or like having to go back to the house and like sit there and wait for nap. So like, we were at the beach like the constantly. First time? Yeah, this is the first time. Since That's Benjamin's up, been born. Ah, that is the right answer I was looking for. Not the first time. <clears throat> Since Benjamin's been born. Um, so we we were just like at the beach like every day. Like I I honestly didn't even like normally when I'm at Mexico, like I'll veg and I'll watch like a TV show or like Twitch and stuff, but like nothing this time. Like it was just it was party all the time. It was a great, good trip. Um this week has just been super busy for me with work and like Started to go back to the, went back to the gym and like yesterday I'm like a a pathetic person and I was really tired and I like literally fell asleep at like 7.30 and then like woke up at 9.30 and like then got ready for bed and then like went back to sleep. So honestly, I don't have like a good excuse for for missing it at all. I need to just, uh, I would like to say my copium is probably a... I, I told my wife we would watch it together, and, and our schedules just haven't synced up. So, like, I, I can't watch it without her. Like, that would be bad. You guys don't want that. Uh, question. Does – this is not being, like, me a smart ass. Does Loren have, like, a full-time eight-hour job now? Um, She has – it's not full-time. She does, like, three different jobs. So she, she's got – she works uh, 10 hours a week doing macro coaching for Dang. people. Um, and then she does yeah, uh, it's a lot. Two hours a day is crazy. Just listen. She's a full time mom first. Yeah. And she's got that job. And then she also does. Uh, you're muted, by the way. I can't hear anything you're saying. Good. I'm glad. Uh, That's for your safety. But then she also does coaching <laughs> at a local gym. Uh-huh. So she's That's coaching, good. taking care of the kids, and then mm-hmm. the macro job. So That's crazy. So... I, I guess I guess what I'm what I'm hearing here is you guys haven't had a single hour together where it's just you two at home in the last three weeks. I didn't say that. Oh yeah. I, I, I told you I don't have a good excuse. Out of the no, just this. Outside of like if we don't include today's episode, because we haven't we haven't seen I haven't seen today's episode. Loki came out literally two hours ago. Mm-hmm. So if we don't include that, you're looking at about an hour and a half of time you need to even catch up. You're telling me out of the last three weeks. You couldn't have found an hour and a half of time. No, I could have. I just yeah, let me ask the next question, Matt. 
How many how many Rocket League matches did you watch? Honestly, zero. There has there hasn't been like anything. Oh, BS on that one. I oh, promise. Yes. I promise. There, there's nothing's going on. It's the off season. I mean, I could technically oh, there's a lot call of it collegiate Rocket League is on, but I'm not really doesn't not into it. But I, I told you that there's literally no good excuse other than I forgot about it, went to Mexico, and then this week's been busy with work. Crickets. Crickets. So week, week one, you forgot about it. I'll gi- I mean, I'll give you that because I mean, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know it was coming out the day it came out. Yeah, we I'll didn't know it until he came over to my house and I was like, yo, you watch Loki? And he's like, to be honest, I forgot that it came out. And I was like, me too. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah, like I, I didn't and, realize and last it came week out until Mexico. Last week, yeah. Till when? Uh, we got back Saturday. That's good enough time. You know what I mean? That's almost a week. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so we'll, we'll move on from that. That's even how how was your three weeks? Oh man, my three weeks were cool. I'm glad Andrew called out. I think it was last weekend uh, because it was my uh, uh, wife's anniversary. Uh, me and just my wife. Me, yeah, just my wife. Uh, me and my wife's anniversary. So we celebrated on Thursday. It was great. Got some steak. Uh, twice baked potato, sauteed mushrooms, Where'd some baked brie. Flemings. Uh, we went to the no, we go. Uh, no, we go to the keg. Kegs are our anniversary, and then our Valentine's Day is prime. Not uh, like Ruth Chris, Ruth Chris. You ever been there? It's Ruth's Chris. <laughs> Ruth's Chris. Whatever it is, it's hard to say. Right. Yeah, it is. That's why I didn't repeat it. Uh, no, I haven't been there. Um, it just everybody who um, I don't know how to say this without maybe offending people. But people who like, I really don't take their consideration in for food. I'm probably not the guy you want to talk to about consideration for food either. Mm. But people who I don't respect, they'll tell me it's bomb, and I'm like, not going. You know what I mean? Like, so I, it's hard for me to go there every time I want to go there. I think about those people, and I don't go. But mm. um, like, like Matt's a foodie, but Matt's never been like, yo, you have to hit it up. You know what I mean? Oh, I would so tell you, you, don't go, but it is really good. But you're like. It's like two hundred and fifty bucks for two people. That price Shula's oh, yeah. is much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on on average, when we go to Shula's on our anniversary, we'll, we drop about three three hundred. You said you would go to the keg. No, I go for. Our, oh, I'm sorry for uh, Valentine's Day. We go uh, to, uh, we go to the prime and then we go the keg for our anniversary. The reason we go there is because when we moved to Phoenix, it was our first spot that we found that was like a steakhouse. So we just we every year we go there. But, yeah. Yeah, man, it was good. I, mean, I got to catch up my- on. I got to catch up on Loki. Matt, did you catch up on Loki? I caught up on Loki because I, even the day it came out, I watched it on like even yeah, I was like, too. oh my gosh, this came, this is coming out today. I literally I made time. I made time in my calendar to. Make I sure did that, not yeah. know it came out until Wednesday cool. of last I, week. As you know, I want to make sure the duties that I have to this podcast were fulfilled properly. Wednesday yeah. of last week, even through a three week vacation that we all did. Yeah, have we. I, I even actually did homework and rewatched reviews of Loki just to make sure I was caught up. Um, I'll send those to you, Andrew, so you can do some homework uh, when you get some free time. But it was pretty good, man. I've been playing COD, been playing um, a little bit of Valorant, got a little better, got my first second kind of double ace in the game. So I was, like, stoked on that. And right now I've just been chilling, enjoying work, and playing some Call of Duty. But that's pretty much it, man. What about you, Matt? What have you been up to, man? Uh, Watching Loki, one. Uh, Two. What have I been doing? Watching Loki. I got. I played. I'm starting to play Madden FIFA. It's that that time of the year where like I'm just tired. Of Call of, tired of Call of Duty for now until I just get the, the real Call of Duty coming out. Um, so playing those two things, watching Loki, 
Um, watching like a lot of YouTube again, like a lot of YouTube again, like every night I'm watching something on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's pretty much it. I mean, I don't have anything much going on. My, my son turned one, turns one couple, two weeks, week and a half. Um, so that, that food, by yeah, we man. just had his birthday party. That was pretty cool. Pretty That's fun. cool. Yeah. It came out really good. Yeah. It was, it was nice. Um, other than that, it's pretty much it. I'm trying to think. I mean, fancy football's going good. I'm terrible. Positive in all leagues. I'm, I'm even in one, three and three, but positive in most leagues. Um, so yeah, going good, going good. So is there, this might sound stupid. So I've been trying to keep up with football because of a couple podcasts ago. So we'll say like five weeks ago. Um, I don't know where to watch it. Like, do I have to subscribe to NFL? Is it locked down? Like I was like, yeah. So, listen here, buddy. All right. Thursday, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I see that one. Okay. Or Twitch. Or Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday, you can only watch local games. So, you can only watch the Cardinals. Unless you have, like, some kind of subscription that will let you watch other games. Um, or there's, like, usually two local games. Monday is ESPN, always. That's it. Funny if I have it. ESPN Plus, can I watch that? It, or? it doesn't really do anything for mm-hmm. you to have a Plus. No, plus um, doesn't you actually, you actually can't watch it on plus. Mm. Plus does not include um like the plus does not include what ESPN would air on a normal cable subscription. Like they're not they're so just the uh, ESPN app then? Yeah, if you use the ESPN app and you have a cable subscription, do you have cable? I don't, but I that's not you have a, a login? If you yeah. have a login, you can log into your provider on ESPN's app, then you can watch the main ESPN channel. Yeah. Or right. if you just have red zone. Like I know. Like, I was like, I felt like years prior, like it was easier to find games. Like even like through the, like with Verizon and the NFL app, I was able to watch like games. Like it was not hard to do at all, but it's like, feels like yeah. super locked down now. Yeah. You know? YouTube, YouTube has it. YouTube, Google don't play. They have their, their deal on lock. Um, they have Sunday ticket what's, now. What's crazier forward, so. than that, Andrew? This is the craziest. Football is bad to watch football, right? But for me, being new to soccer, it is driving me crazy on how many damn channels there are for, like, one league. I'm like, I have to download seven apps to watch one league play. It it drives me crazy, dude. But is that because it's international? I guess so. You you have to talk to Matt about that because I have no idea. It's the same partnership, right? So, like, NBC, Universal, they own all the Premier League stuff. Mm-hmm. The problem is there's such a demand for the Premier League and teams. Okay, so NBC only has two channels, right? At the end of the day, um, they have the NBC channel and then they have like a Spanish version of it. So in order to, co- it's really NBC's fault. In order to combat that, they put the other games on Peacock, but then also they decide to split some of the games up into the NBC app instead of Peacock. That NBC app and Peacock situation should just be merged. There shouldn't be an NBC app and Peacock. There should be an yeah. NBC tab in Peacock. Right. Um, that, that would cover sense. all that. So that's more of like a development issue, like from yeah. like the software side of things. Um, but there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, no, there's no issue per se. They just have it yeah, that way for some reason. It just gets annoying because you'll be like three weeks. You're like Peacock app. You open it up and you're ready to watch. And it's like you have to download this weird ass app to. NBC Sports. This game. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like, dude. Every other week, it's something different, man. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. It is annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. 
All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, we we have quite a bit. Obviously, we're not going to get through all of it, but an important one I think we need to start with because it's been three weeks is Ahsoka. Uh, so Ahsoka did finish. Everyone mm-hmm. saw it. Um, people had their reactions to it. I didn't see a lot of negative or positive. I just saw kind of like neutral reactions. Um, I was happy with the ending, but before I give my take on it, let's get into it with you two. Steven, give me your your opinion on the Ahsoka show as a whole and then the last episode, uh, however order you want to do it in. Um, I'll do it the way you, you broke it down. I think um, I think the last episode wasn't the greatest episode, but I think it's it's the best. It's the ending we needed, but not the ending I wanted to say. Um, I would have loved to figure out what happened to certain people. Um, and if you haven't watched it by now, three people who are watching this, that's your fault. It's been three weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I, there's there's some loose ends, and I was breaking that down with Matt the other day when we were talking. Um, I love the show. It, it really put my faith back into Star Wars TV shows after um, Boba Fett. Um, Mando 3. Mando 3. Yeah, uh, thank you for telling me about that one. Um, I just feel like... I don't know. I feel like I'm not talking about... I know we haven't been on the show for two weeks or whatever, but I feel like I don't... I'm None of my friends, none of the people I'm talking to, nobody's talking about the show. And I know it's been three weeks, and but it, like three days after it was over, I'm... It's... I don't know. I'm excited yeah. for it, but I just feel like it just died. I don't know. Do you guys feel the same? But, uh, yeah. Kind of. I feel like, I feel like every... I feel there hasn't been a Star Wars show that has... There are very seldom shows that don't have a guaranteed season two in general that yeah. last much talk of the town after the initial last week. Uh, like, like as, as influential as Game of Thrones is, as soon as the last episode came out, about a month after, normally talks about Game of Thrones nowadays either. That's just kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so unless there's like a guaranteed season two to be announced, which probably is going to be with how we saw it, uh, then... It might not get much talk, uh, but I feel like every every like quote unquote mini series until it's guaranteed a season two was, was the same way, whether it was good or not. Like like Mando season one, I feel like you know as as great as that show was after again after a month, it was like all right, on to the next thing. We're just it's just the internet nowadays. I think, um, especially with like things around the corner. Um, and the actor delays like it's it's hard to promote a show when the actors can't promote it right so there's no like mm, facts. there's no there's no actor interviews there's no actor director writer think pieces um like that kind of stuff there's none of that is there because of these strikes so it just makes it more difficult to like promote it even before or especially post like yeah, when there's true. a way to explain how it was written or explain what the thought was behind the scene that's not going to happen for this whole gap of shows that we have with these tracks going on, but Andrew, yeah. get to you. Give us your review of, of both the show. Um, and the episode. Yeah. So the show, definitely one of the stronger star Wars shows. Um, I still stand behind. I said this uh, a few weeks ago that I think this was a, a good learning opportunity for Dave Filoni. Um, I think he did a lot of things really well. I think there's some things that like he's got to go back to the drawing board and be like, okay, maybe I don't need to include everybody from Rebels or most everybody from Rebels, RIP. 
Um, Zeb. Um, yeah, right. Like, you gave us everybody but Zeb. Come on. Uh, yeah. So, uh, something that I still just kind of get hung up on is I felt like there. And again, we're gonna spin wheels over this, but I feel like there was a lot of Harris stuff that really didn't didn't need to be in there. Um, like, like they could have put more time to other things that were really cool. And obviously, twenty like knowing now that Ray Stevens is passed on, like that that puts it in a different perspective. I understand that, but I think he had something really special with that character and could have gone a little bit like more about into that character. Um, so I, I hope that that continues because I I think that that was definitely a standout of the show. Um, one of the things that I had to I had to get really used to was just kind of like the lack of acrobat skills that Rosario Dawson kind of brought to it. But I really started to appreciate like the samurai sword play that they had. Cause that was kind of cool. It was different. Um, but I had to tell myself like, okay, this is, it's, you can't be expecting like the same acrobatic, just all over the place. Ahsoka that we know from Clone Wars, Rebels. She's uh, old. Yeah, she's older. She's it's a different place. Um, I definitely felt like the Anakin was the right amount of Ang- Anakin. Like we didn't need him to come in and, and steal the show. So I thought that that was done really well. Uh, as far as the as far as the the final episode goes, I feel like it was okay. Um, There's a lot of things that didn't seem to make like sense from a like a perspective of they are happy to be left behind like that that felt weird to me a little bit that they they kind of had lost the battle but like at the end you have like Rosario Dawson and uh, Sabine or Ahsoka and Sabine like putting their arms around each other. Like we're supposed to be here. Like it just kind of felt like the tone didn't really fit like what was going on versus like that. That's a really good cliffhanger would have been like they're trapped. And now what are they going to do? But it it just didn't feel that way. Uh, It was okay. If I was to give like a number rating for, for the last episode, probably like seven. Nothing spectacular. Yeah, I can agree. I can agree with that. That's a good number. What about the overall show? Um, overall show probably seven and a half, eight. Fair enough. I give it a get an eight. I get to give eight and a half on that one on the show. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I liked. I mean, I, I had no issues with with anything in the last episode. Um. Uh, you know, the lightsaber duel is one thing, but I I didn't expect. Uh, an older Ahsoka to be doing what she used to do in her teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, the blade of towels on, I forgot to mention that. That was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, the, the blade. To get yeah, that ready. actually was pretty tight. <clears throat> Broke Ahsoka's sword to get her a whole new blade, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, the Sabine thing where she forced Protezra was r- very cool as well. And her staying behind um, after her her flip switched. And it was very proactive, right? She went from wanting to be with Ezra the whole time to then being able to let Ezra go and yeah. stay where she where she needs to be. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, Bailin, 
although it was really, really, really short. I thought it was the coolest part of the whole episode, obviously. Uh, yeah, I feel like that was the thing that was like left me wanting more. I was like, give me I like more. It. Give me I like more. It. Just the hey, amount. Just the right amount. So if I, can I ask a question? And, and you can, I don't, we don't have to get on it too much. But do you feel like there was a lot uh, that was cut from the episode? I don't feel, I feel, I, I I feel don't know. like I don't know. I feel like there's some there. There was some uh, like maybe time wise, but I feel like there was something just cut from the episode that showed a Balin or something else. I feel like is missing. You know what I mean? I, I feel like uh, towards the end, it just jumped really fast into the ending, and I feel like I was like, man, I feel like I'm missing something here. I rewatched it to see if it, I felt that way, and at the end of it, I felt like that again. I was like, dude, I feel like something is not. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily that you're feeling it's from uh, getting cut. I think mm-hmm. it's from you, you. You didn't get closure of what his yeah, maybe purpose that's it. was, which like, is great. Yeah, yeah. That yeah it point. gives you an opportunity to obviously come back and and revisit it. But well, at the end of the day, they're stuck on that island, and we now have Shin there, who is going to be leading the rebel people that. Clearly, don't like Sabine or Ahsoka I now. I hope she goes crazy. And then we're gonna have Balin still on the island as well, doing whatever he's doing. So it lays a clear foundation for what season two is gonna be about, at least for the first half of it, which is them. There has to be some kind of antagonist thing going on, or they're stuck at. So, like, if they just wrapped up Balin's story and Shin's story, then there'd be no antagonist approach to mm-hmm. them being stuck there, which is important. Yeah. Uh, especially for I think it's going to be happening with Balin and Ahsoka eventually. Uh, I think you know having that opportunity to like possibly bond and uh, come to terms with each other uh, is important. And I think Felonia knew that. And if he would have just wrapped it up and was done with it, then it wouldn't. The opportunity wouldn't be there for that. And being stuck on the island would be a lot worse than being stuck alone. Yeah. It's a galaxy stuck in a complete different galaxy. Well, they're on a planet at the end of the day. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's what I think. I mean... Yeah, I can see that. Uh, that makes sense, too. The, and there was nothing more that they could have done with Balin or Shin to progress the story or, like, even add anything to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't care to see Balin walking for a long time to find the temple. Yeah, what is this, Lord of the Rings? Come on. Like, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, he, at the end of the day, all we know is that he found the temple, and if you watch Filoni shows in the past and Rebels, you know what the temple's all about. Like, what more do you want from Balin there? And then Shin just is like a lost puppy and she's trying to find her home. So, like, it, it just, it, there was no other way to do it and also keep Thrawn, Thrawn the focus yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's where, like I said, I think, I think there was just a lot of different characters coming in to where I think that's, that's part of Dave Filoni's learning is he had a lot going on with a lot of different arcs. Um, you know, dial it back a little bit, kind of play yeah, for play sure, the for long sure. game. Can be even worse, but, I think. Oh worse. yeah, yeah. To oh, answer yeah. Drizzy's question, no, it didn't. He, the story didn't finish because he died. He died after production had wrapped up. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens if they do like a recast or. I hope. It's hard. Nope. CGI him. CGI him. Think deep fake no it. No, not just CGI. Don't even got to do fake it. Anyways, uh, pushing on to the next topic of conversation, 
again, three weeks going on now. Andrew, I don't care if you're seen or not. We're talking about it. I don't care if you mute. I don't care what you do. This is your fault. No one else's. There isn't much to spoil anyways, to be honest with you. Uh, but Loki. Loki's out. Loki's out. Gentlemen, it is. I'm, I'm gonna just. I'm going to just say it. It's freaking beautiful. It's majestic. It's amazing. It picked up right where it left off, and it's it's just as good as it was in the first season, if not, in my opinion, a little better. Uh, so, how's the Steven, music? Is the music good? It's the same music. Yes. Which is how it should be. That, that Loki, that Loki theme song, fire. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with Matthew on this one, because um, it is definitely better than the first one. Um, yeah, the acting in it, I'm loving it. Uh, I'm loving the new characters. I'm loving how they built on characters that we got introduced in the first season and giving them more of a role. Amazing. The guy, I can't remember his name, but the, the guy who works at the, um, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, that guy's hilarious. That guy's funny. But the desk yes. guy, remember when he's like with all the, uh, oh, Infinity oh, yeah, Stones yeah. in it yeah. and he's like, he's like, you have all those. He's like, yeah, but they're useless. And he kind of like throws them in. Mm-hmm. That I can't remember his name in the show, but he's hilarious, dude. He's, yeah, he's funny. It's not over the like. It's not too funny. It's just it's it's it has me. Um, I'm I'm loving the story because it, I thought that with this whole multi madness universe thing happening, that it was just going to get too much. And in one two episodes, boom, answered all the questions. I'm stoked. Um, I'm loving the world building. The world building's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm hearing nothing but good things about this new episode that came out. Um, I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, I really hope MCU grabs this and runs with that momentum and, and gives us something to capitalize on that. But Loki right now is probably, Loki 2 is probably behind so, Loki 1. Let's, book, let's. You know? Talk about that part real quick because you guys have both voiced the opinion that the MCU is going in the wrong direction and that you know Secret Wars and King Dynasty could be bad. The Secret guy writing the guy writing both of those is the guy that's writing Loki. Does that change your mind at all with these next with these two seasons that came out? About uh, the possible direction of those two movies specifically. I don't think I ever said anything regarding those two movies. I felt like it I thought we had said that there's gonna be a lot of filler until those movies. Yeah, and then those movies are going to start the, the upward momentum. So I criticize both the uh, not King Dynasty because King Dynasty is uh, a lot of people don't know the story of King the King the Conqueror. Um, so there, there's multiple ways of telling that story. I was heavy in the criticism about Secret Wars, and Matt could because I always vent vent about it. Um, I hate when movies or shows use a famous name of something mm-hmm. and they just. I hate that. Uh, Civil War should just use it as like a prop to yeah to get people in the seats. Mm -hmm. Now, if if Matt's right and he says the writer is the same as from Loki, gonna write King uh, King the Dynasty and Secret Invasions, I'm I'm breathing a little easier that there's gonna be some hope Uh, with the writer strike going on right now, the actor strike going on right now. um, I think the writer is more the the writer of what's coming out is gonna be more important than the actors. In these movies, um, yeah, the writer strike is over. The actor strike yeah, is yeah. over. The actor one is right. Yeah, but the writers, the writers like are in the clear. Yeah, I feel okay, like so you can make that argument like with anything that the, the actor can do a great job acting, but if the writing's terrible, it's still terrible. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think that they got too heavy in the names instead of the story. 
Um, I'm, I'm thankful for everything they've given us. I think it's been amazing. But I want to get back to this kind of story. Loki, where I'm waiting to watch it next week. I'm waiting to bring it up. Like when Matt walks into the house, I, the first thing I do is fire off because I'm so excited to see, to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last scroll movie and all these other things that came out, it was just Matt would go, hey, did you watch that? Yeah, no, nah, I didn't really watch it. Oh, okay, cool. We just kind of walked off. Um, this Loki got me buzzing, got me talking, make got me rewatching things. So I'm happy with yeah. where it's going. Um, actors killed it, man. They they perfect, dude. Um, story even better. I'm loving it right now. Yeah, it's very good. Um, they've I'm I'm trying to figure like a way to word this. They kind of let the handcuffs off Loki. Like he's using his powers again, and like in a Loki way. Um, there's a chase scene in the second episode where he's chasing like so the, the main antagonist of that episode. And throughout the entire scene, it's just mischievous things, duplicate Loki's uh, using the shadows to capture people. Yeah. Uh, when the guy runs and Loki just like appears out of nowhere. So, so this is the, the Loki powers back as well. Uh, and then even like when Mobius walks up and he thinks he knows which one's the real Loki. But then when they phase back to the real one, he's like, Oh, it's I'm the wrong Loki. So even now he can't recognize the mischief anymore. So you're getting Loki back to his roots, which I love. Um, They're making him a true uh, anti-hero now. Um, Yeah, really good. There isn't like a, there isn't like a, I have to do this to like, like the last one was his pride, right? I have to do it to reestablish my pride and Mm -hmm. show my dominance as the best Loki. This one is like, I want to be a good person, but I'm going to do it the Loki way. And it's That's showing it's showing very, very well that, like, I'm going to rescue everybody, but I'm going to make sure that, like, I do what I can do to rescue everybody. Like, there's no kind of like a Punisher-style thing where if I have to get my hands dirty, I'll get my hands dirty. But at the end of the day, I want to do the right thing. Um, yeah, it gets brought so that, up multiple times, too, in, in this last episode. episode especially, yeah, yeah. They, they talk about it. He even mm-hmm. mentions it. He's saying yeah. that he's back. You know what I mean? So I thought that was cool. Yeah, it yeah. makes me root for him. This show reestablishes my hope in the MCU for sure. Uh, mainly everything to do with Kang. You know, I don't know like if I'm super excited for like Captain America: New World Order because of this show, but everything to do with mm-hmm. Kang specifically, I'm mm-hmm. very excited for now. Uh, they haven't even shown Kang, and the amount of things they've done with Kang and his name in the first episodes still like puts the fear of God in you for Kang. Like, imagine the first half of Ant Man, like before you saw Kang fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like how they talked about him. Imagine that, like on steroids. Like, like Loki has, and it's different because Loki's seen him already, and he's like mortified of Kang. And like, yeah, the first episode where how it picks up like immediately and how panicky he is. It's like, wow, this guy is really. If Loki is this scared of him, Loki, the guy who tried to kill Thanos with a knife, mm-hmm. then like he's a he's a real deal kind of guy. Um, yeah, that that's that that gets overlooked too. Yeah. Um, because when he comes back, you see the panic on Loki's face because you come back from right when uh, Sophie pushes him. Um, it, that's where it starts, and like some crazy stuff happens. And Immediate. Immediately, it gets hot. Like it goes. There's no ramping and, up. It's like you're full speed already. Like you know, you know, like in Harry <laughs> Potter when they know Voldemort's back and everybody's like shitting bricks and people are like, no, he's not back yet. He's like in a panic like that, like. Yeah. He's telling people he's coming, and mm-hmm. people were like, "Come on, man! What are you talking about? You're going crazy!" And it's that yeah. that first episode. You're just like, until until he shows them, 
that's when everybody kind of stops and is like, yo, he's telling the truth. Like, this is nuts. And that's one of the things that a lot of people who are breaking down these episodes are not putting into perspective that, uh, or putting out there that Loki was panicking. Remember, I don't, wait, did this Loki see Thanos? Or Mm -hmm. this is the Loki that saw Thanos? Uh, technically, no. Loki in New York did see Thanos. He got the stone from Thanos. Well, yeah, but he's not the same one that tried to kill. Tried to kill with the yeah, knife. No, no, no. But he knows who Thanos is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's it's pretty intense, dude. Like his the first episode, he's panicking. You know, panicking. Um, yeah, it, and there's some there's some cool stuff that happens, and uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, big time. It's a good show. Uh, there's. I don't know what the, the crazy part is. Like, I don't really know like where it's going or where it's heading. Um, I just know Kang's going to be in at some point. Miss Minutes probably going to be in at some point. And they're probably going to explore how Ravana and Kang came to be. Uh, so yeah, it was good. I'm excited for it. Episode three tonight. Andrew, please catch up, please. Mm-hmm. You're doing yourself a disservice. Anything I think else, I can do it. I think anything I else it. that you're watching, it does, it's not as good as this. I promise I'm- you that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm not watching anything. So, I'm, I'm loving the way they're. I'm loving the way we. I'm loving the way they're ending episodes too, Andrew. It's not like it's like if you go back and watch it, pay attention to how they're ending the episode. It whoever's doing the cliffhangers or like the this is where we end is doing amazing job because I'm right that. at the edge of like what's going on next, what's I about to happen, that. and then boom, it ends, and you're just like you see Good the credit come up, and you're just like, oh man, it, yeah, it, I've it, it, I've. Proactively desired a post-credit scene from both the first two episodes, thinking like, I thought the ending was like not what's the word like it was a perfect ending, but like too perfect. Like okay, what's give me the post-credit now because like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but there was no press credit. No yeah. spoiler alert for that. Um, oh, yeah, man. it's good, <laughs> really good. Right. Uh, this is a clear, a very clear example that I wish, I hope Star Wars takes, I takes yes. with them for season twos a clear example of characters are established and who they are keep it rolling in that same direction with the same characters don't change them don't try and reestablish a foundation keep it pushing yeah dude and listen to the fans that the the, the Except for Boba Fett. Are... you can change that character oh yeah definitely control delete that guy <laughs> look at looking at you season three mando looking at you book of Boba fett looking at you obi-wan kenobi yeah, true. Fundamentally changing the characters. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right. So sticking on the MCU topic, just briefly, brief, very, very, very brief, just like a quick thirty seconds, one minute, especially for both you guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but in Endgame, when Tony snaps his fingers and he dies, uh, that date is October seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. So officially, Tony Stark has passed away, and Thanos no longer has existed in our mindset. So we don't even know who he is. Yeah. Salute to our fallen brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Tony Stark's death signifying the end of an era, which is that of the uh, Infinity Saga, did the MCU die with it? Andrew, give me your thoughts. Uh, I don't think so. I think that story concluded, and they're having a hard time getting a new story figured out. But I wouldn't say that it died, no. Um I think they have to do things a little bit differently and not try to repeat that same formula. Um, but no, I, I don't think it. I don't think it died. 
I think it was a, a really good way to conclude a saga, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Steven. So good that Star Wars Episode Nine ripped it off. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with Andrew. I think they needed to end it. They ended it on a good note. Um, people who grew up with it can close that chapter and they can walk away from the MCU and be po- totally fine. I, I can understand it if you grew up with it. Um, I think we did do a little bit of a dip because of the high, you know what I mean? And I think they they just never recuperated from that dip. I don't think it's going down. I just don't think it's projected up until uh, that fresh breath air that was Loki. Um, it kind of gave ask, a little bit of hope and then sent back down onto that dip. Let me ask this question. Do you think maybe it was a little bit of like a calculated, like, all right, we got to let off the gas like a little bit. Because, I mean, if it's no, like... What do you mean? Like the, the start of this... Of, mm-hmm. the, of this next song, I think everything people, after Infinity War, everything after they, Infinity War, they were Endgame. just so used to post Avengers, the first Avengers film, right? We were so used to like the amount of hype and stuff that we had post Avengers for every film that we're not used to reestablishing a foundation that the films mm-hmm. are built on. The mm-hmm. first three MCU films, or the first four, whatever it was before Avengers, established a foundation for Avengers to run, and then Avengers establish another foundation for the rest of the movies to run off of as well true i think we're just being impatient uh granted it has been a long time since since endgame it, like endgame's been out has been out for like five years six years something like that 2019 uh, right that's what it was that that's not, no, no no before that let me see 20 it was 2019 because it was 2018 with infinity war perfect so so yeah. 2019 so it's been four years the establishing foundation is still like getting established, and they have to make it last through TV shows. Um, the next crossover film just, just I don't want to say it's too far away because it's only two years away, but you know, six years is kind of a long time for. I, I think I think we're also event. too. I think Matt makes a good point about all the movies coming out um, because after the first one tied into the next one, and then the next one, and the next one. When that when we saw Thor's hammer in the middle, which movie was it, Matt? We saw Thor ha- Thor's hammer in the Captain America. Captain America. Character yeah. Captain America. Once we got spoon fed that hey, this movie's connected to this movie and that movie and that movie, we all because I do it all the time. I'm like, how does this play out into the universe? Mm-hmm. It, we all assumed that it, they play back off of each other. You know what I mean? Like for the longest time, we we couldn't figure out how Moon Knight is in this universe, or if you know he's in this universe. or if he if he is even in this universe, like. Does he have to be in this universe? No. It's still a great story without him being in the universe. An amazing story. Um, but I think we got so jaded at the fact of we wanted it to tie to everything. And then I also think that um, they looked back at it and was like, look at all the money we can make with all the stuff we sold. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think they were just like shooting out movies, shows left and right. And a lot of the secret sauce got lost. And they gave us way too much and things weren't connecting the dots. And I think the fans went in there thinking, Hey, it needs to connect the director, the owners were trying to make money. And I think that's where we lost the organic, you know what I mean? Storytelling of the MCU. And it looks like they're getting back to it. Um, I'm still going to critique the shit out of them until um, we get some constant. Cause Iger's back. Yeah. And it, it could be, it could be, I don't know, but uh, I just hope they see Loki and and run forward with that momentum. Yeah, I think I think the difference that we're looking at 
like with the connecting points is not the actual movie. It's the post credit scenes, which mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, the Captain America film, like even though we saw the hammer, that post credit scene had literally nothing to do with that film whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The reference to that post credit scene is actually in Iron Man 3. So like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't connect to that movie, which I'm I, I, in a way, except for like, like the one with Edward Norton, the Hulk, where like Stark comes into play and asks, you know, that's one thing. But like these post credit scenes didn't. It was just a nugget. Yeah. For the, not even for the next, just for the next movie. Mm-hmm. I think the difference here is that one, it's such a vast amount of multiverse out there that the connecting point should be apparent and it's Kang. Um, at the end of the day, all these films lead to Kang. And whether you see it or not right now, there are foundational works being used to lead to Kang. So like in Shang-Chi, for example, the the rings that outdated all of time pretty much, uh, you know, that's going to be a direct relation to Kang at some point in time, in my opinion, where Kang placed those things as beacons to find for some, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like those things that might not connect now, I think they're going to all make sense, you know, post-Kang dynasty. And if we go back and watch it, we can see those nuggets a little bit more in depth. Um, yeah. Almost like as if Kang was like actually – I'm trying to figure out the way to say it. Like almost as if Kang is like a real person, like real life, putting nuggets in there for us to see. But until we see him completely, we don't see those nuggets anyway. Yeah, I think but like a good example is go like – back in time, we can see the nuggets and be like, oh, that's – dang, that was Kang kind of a thing. Like, it's more strategic. Far from home. But you see, like, all these people that were in Tony Stark's life that weren't really, like, a focal point of the movies but were there. And then it was like, okay, here's the their motive. I always really like that part. And I think that's that's kind of what you're saying is there's going to be all these almost little Easter eggs of King yeah. that yeah. it's, like, his reveal moment is he's like, I've been here the whole time. You guys just haven't been smart enough to see it. Well, th- yeah. if, if, we, if, we, if we think about it, like, from that standpoint... Like Multiverse of Madness, um, No Way Home, and um, you know the end of WandaVision, right? Like the stronghold thing and her breaking the multiverse for the first point in time. Like we thought those were three separate events. Because Peter did this, multiverse broke. Mm-hmm. Because Strange did this, multiverse broke. Because Wanda did this, multiverse broke. And everybody stop. Kang did this. Therefore, in those three films, the multiverse broke and caused those films to happen. Mm. That's yeah. what I think they're setting up. Something like that where it's like, I get you guys think this is like a one-off thing of each other. But if you look at Kang being the focal point, then these three films don't even happen unless Kang happens in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think they're building to that kind of like thing of like everything that's happened these last X amount of years in the, in the MCU world only happens because of this right here that Kang's about to do that you guys haven't seen yet. And I think people yeah. are just – I think to the point of what you said, Stephen, like they were spoon-fed for so long, this is the mm-hmm. complete opposite of it. Where it's, it's like yeah. you guys are going to have to wait and people are just getting impatient with it. But and I what's think crazy – it was crazier um, is that he's – they're actually answering this question in episode two of Loki yeah. with all the things that go on and the, all the, the things – like now after watching episode two, uh, Andrew, of Loki, you're going to understand – why King was where he was at and what he was doing. And it makes like, it makes so much more sense on why they were doing certain things. And uh, man, it, it makes the MCU look really good, but it also highlights some of the bad episodes that are just like, or shows that were just like, man, you look terrible right now. You know what I mean? 
But yeah. So yeah. a topic to discuss. I'll, I'll, I'll table it this week and we'll talk about it next week. So you guys give you time, a little bit of time to think about it. But just a preview for next week. Next week we're going to talk about how Secret Wars uh, has been rumored to serve as a soft reboot for the MCU. Um, so we'll talk about it next week just because, you know, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about some other stuff. But it's just a little tidbit. Think about that, guys. And then next week when we get to it, We'll have a discussion about that. Uh, so pushing on to the Marvel topic, but not TV or movies. Uh, gentlemen, Spider-Man 2 is out tonight. Literally out in yes, 20 sir. minutes. Out in 20 minutes. Uh, I do not own a PS5, so I'm not playing it tonight. Uh, but if I did, I would. Uh, and I'm strongly considering buying a PS5 just for this game. Uh, she's selling hers. So, Yeah, that's what she said. But, I mean, I don't have like it's not like a cash flow thing. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. or like a like a Best Buy financing thing, uh, but anyways, so when we, uh, games came out. Gentlemen, did we ever play the first one? Maybe one of you guys have an Xbox or both have mm-hmm. an Xbox. So, did we play that I or Miles Morales? I both? played the first Spider Man, I didn't play Miles Morales. Did you watch any Did you watch any games? Yeah, I watched you play Miles Morales, Matt. I think at one time at the house, and then I watched some gameplay. So, that's where I'm at with it. What about you, Andrew? I've seen some skins. That's about it. So you haven't seen it at all. Perfect. Nope. Well, the focal point really isn't the game, although it's <laughs> going to be damn good. I already know yeah. that for sure. Um, I am interested to see if the story plays out the way people think it's going to be, which is like Peter turning into like the bad guy eventually, mm-hmm. and then Miles, quote unquote, saving him or having to defeat him or whatever. Do you think we'll see that an opportunity to have like a, a good ending, bad ending, like where? You choose to save Peter. Good ending. You choose to fight Peter. Bad ending. Nah, I don't think so. No, that'd be thought. pretty cool though for like achievement wise. If you're trying to go for trophies, that'd be cool. But it would yeah. be a good thing. It would be. It would have been a good thing to tease and like it, like for for sales. They would have announced something like that or like. Oh yeah, yeah that'd they would have cool. announced like your decisions change the game kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have so, no idea like mechanics wise, like how things play out. So. Yeah, uh, but honestly, the real the real reason why I bring it up is because today is also you guys didn't know, Batman Arkham Asylum's birthday. Uh, also a damn good the, game. One of the greatest games ever made, dude. Yeah. That game is amazing. And I'm gonna say a statement. I want to know if you guys agree with it or not. Okay, here's a statement. All right, Batman Arkham Asylum walked, so Spider Man could run. Similar open world game, similar kind of like in-depthness of the what's the word like um it's like surreal the immersion aspect of it uh do we agree with that statement or do we think that there really isn't a ton of correlation between the two of them couldn't have said it better myself did you play arkham asylum andrew no (laughs) that that makes perfect sense (sighs) so matt did you beat arkham asylum i didn't beat it but i played it so uh coming from the guy who yeah, so I've beaten all three of the Batmans. Didn't play Origin because uh, at that time I didn't have an Xbox. I think I had only an Xbox One and it wasn't <clears throat> compatible or something like that. Um, Arkham Asylum is a game that I didn't think was going to be good until I downloaded it. It was like on sale or on like it was like the first time games were going digital on Xbox 360 mm-hmm. and you could just buy it straight from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a gift card and I bought it. And I played that first, I had like an hour before work. So I sat down to play, left, and I was mad that I went to work. Uh, the, the story, the the universe it's in, there is thousands of Easter eggs in that, in that one game alone. 
that there was an Easter egg in that game talking about the next game coming out that yeah. nobody found. They had to give it away pretty much. They told somebody where to find it and it showed the next game. And oh. it was, yeah, it's, it's an amazing game, amazing story, amazing, uh, the writing, the, you know, when you play games and you have to hit the button to get the, through the line, like when people are talking and you're just like, come on, mm-hmm. that game does not make you want to do that. You want to listen. Yeah. And it's, um, it's the one of the only games I play with closed captions on. Cause you hear other parts of the story from the guards, the prisoners, you walk up behind somebody and it's a totally different game just by listening. Um, but I do agree with Matt. I think if that game wouldn't have succeeded. Is it the same studio? No, no, no. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's just, but there's also a, I think there's a PlayStation two Spider-Man game that people love. There's a lot. And, yeah, there's a Spider-Man, Spider-Man game. 2. Is it Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2? One of the, no, it's yeah, 2. That, that people that's not, that's not the best one, though. Yeah, but there's one of them. I can't remember. I mean, which two one. Is Edge, really, Edge, really of, Edge of Time is, is like the best Spider-Man game. I think I think my, I might be thinking about that one. I think, Miguel O'Hara. I think that game... Oh, yeah, they had the really cool artwork in the front of it. It's like yeah. his mask, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that game and Batman, they lifted this Spider-Man game up. Because that game too, I think they, I think that's when they mastered Spider-Man being able to go through the city, and it didn't look like, like he was just literally shooting webs straight into the air. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they actually yeah. gave it a direction, and I think those two games, Batman and Spider-Man, I think they, they, they walked so they could, so this Spider-Man can run. I can easily say that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think without that game, that not not, I wouldn't say this game wouldn't be possible or like wouldn't be a thing, but like. Definitely like the open worldness of it and like the movement of it. And like it's one of those things where like, you know, you've played Spider-Man games before in the past, but like this one just is clearly set apart. I can't explain how it just is clearly mm-hmm. set apart from it. That's how that Batman game was for any op- other open world game, period. Not just cool. like a ba- Batman game. Uh, so like I think that aspect of like while you can get super surreal with like you can get super in depth to the detail of how this character is supposed to play out, and it translates really well to like video games. I think that wouldn't be discovered without Arkham Asylum. Yeah, Ooh. I also wow. want to tip my hat to the PlayStation's Infamous. That game also made a way for this Infamous. game to be the Good fact game. that they it was so out of this world where you were just flying over the city and then boom, turn into electricity, go through a pipe and come out. I also think that movement helped this Spider-Man game get to where it was It was at. I don't know if it's the same studio, but it feels and looks very similar. Hmm. Yeah, good game. Uh, so on the gaming topic, Modern Warfare 3 beta just ended. Uh, I Andrew, know did you for play sure, it? I know for sure Andrew played it. I, I know, know a thousand percent he did. Because uh, everything else we talked about so far today, he's 100% been a part of. Um, so I know for <laughs> sure played Modern Warfare 3, right? I did not, but I watched the Modern Warfare Next event. Call of Duty. And, yeah, like Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty next event. Wait, how how long was it? Wait, how long was the event? I don't know. I just I watched it. Like the whole thing? Uh, maybe not the whole thing, but like. What did you watch? You watched like the main channel? I guess so. I, I don't know. I just watched it. It said the profile of- you clicked on to watch. What did it say? Yeah. Call of Duty. I, I don't okay, remember so the, the main Call of Duty channel. <clears throat> oh, okay. but- so did you get did you get through all the aspects of like what's coming out in the new game? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, um, cool. So you, so you're telling me you wasted an hour watching Call of Duty that you don't like, but you couldn't watch damn Loki? Something that we talk about every damn week. There's the hour we're talking about. <laughs> here, here was the how? one victory I thought I was gonna get. <laughs> nope. Say I'm excited. No, I sir. might buy this game, and then you guys go and dump on my face. <laughs> no, go for it, man. I'm just playing. I had to do it. No, that you got where I was going. That that's all I was gonna say. Is it seems cool. Um, I Matt knows I I do like zombies. I'm I'm pretty excited for this Me too. world zombies. Me too. Um, it seems like a cool aspect. Uh, I, I think they missed the ball in calling it DM Zombies, uh, just like a little play on DMZ, like same concept, but DM Zombies. But that's just me. Modern Warfare MW Zombies. It's a good thing you're not a, okay. good thing you're not a creative director at Activision. Yeah, apparently. Um, no, but it, it seems it seems like it'll be the first Call of Duty I've purchased since Cold War. It's good to hear. Welcome, welcome to the Call of Duty team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually played it, Steven, so give me your thoughts yeah. on it. Um, maps, I played the OG maps. These maps look really good. I'm, I'm liking it. Um, I'm old now, so the movement's kind of pissing me off. I wanted, I wanted it to be faster. Now I want it to be slower. Now I want you're it to You're an old man. You know, I'm old man now. Um, it's, it's really so good. They're bringing back like slide canceling in this one. Yeah, there's a lot of little movement tweaks they could do, and I think it's cool. Um, I just I'm in, setting my ways now. I'm so used to like the slower pace that it's weird getting back to the fast pace. But I only, I got to play it for like two days. It was uh, amazing. I got mad because I couldn't customize my guns, but it's a beta. I gotta relax. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it played very well. There was the some beta ish issues. It kept getting kicked um, randomly, but yeah. it's beta, so. Um, but if this is what they're going through to, I'm, I'm excited for two things. I'm not really excited for Warzone. Um, I'm going to play it because it's free. Uh, I'm excited for zombies, zombies all day. Sign me up. And I'm very excited for call of duty competitive league because yeah. I think the gunplay and I think the maps, I think this is going to be a really good season to watch. Uh, I think, I think that's going to bring a lot of people around to, uh, COD competitive this game. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh, adjust myself. Hopefully me. Put my headphones on quickly. All right, let's going to switch topics real quick. We're going to get into <laughs> Get the micro close to me. Let me tell you something. You casuals who think you're good at the game are in a whole lot of trouble for me this year. You understand me? Y'all sitting in the corner. Y'all listening to your headphones all the way turned up with your mix amp. Thinking you're nice with it. You all about to get slapped by me this season. Let me just say that, all right? Listen, skill gaps are here again. Skill gaps are here again. All I cared about. They are. All right? There is movement. So you old men, sorry, Steven, uh, are going to get sliced and diced and get mad about, oh, he's hacking. Look how fast he's moving. He's hacking. He must be hacking. He's going so fast. How do you know? You got sliced. All right? That's the first thing. All right? Second thing. Second thing I'm going to say. Dead silence is back, baby. You think you can sit in the corner and hear me? Oh, my. You're done. You're toast. Hard point, I'm winning every single one now. Every single one. Control, I don't know. Hard point, I'm winning every single one. S&D, it's a wrap because you have to actually use your head now and not your ears. You yeah, bums. That, that is true. That is true. You I noticed that. S&D is back. Number three, mini map red dots are back. So if you are camping, even with those two things going on, 
I'm gonna see you in the corner anyway, and you're toast. Is I, don't it, gotta, uh, I don't gotta check 30 quarters to enter into a room with the hard point. I can just check one or two now. It's so it much a, a better scan? to clear rooms. Is what is it? No, is it like a, a skin? Is it, oh, okay, so once they shoot, it shows up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If, you, if you don't like it, put a silencer on your gun. Mm-hmm. It's always see, good. That's one of the things that I, I'm really excited about this game. That just like on the OG Call of Duties, if you wanted to throw a suppressor, you're getting screwed on something else. You know what I mean? Um, if you get a suppressor on, it's longer to kill the person. In this last Call of Duty, you could throw a suppressor on and kill somebody faster. I don't know how that's even a possible thing in the Call of Duty world, but you could. Um, so I agree with Matt on this. I'm so glad. If you want to put suppressor on, go for it. But you're going to lose another perk. And I think, are dead. I think that dead. is key. Also, too, there's going to be... there's um, what I, The only thing I'm nervous about is the toxic... Toxic gameplay from OG COD players like the Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3 days back in the day. You see people embarrass people with sniping. That is back. Like I am talking about running into a room against with people who have submachine guns and you're able to shoot them before they can shoot you. Quick scope. Um, Yeah, yeah. There is is one sniper that is semi-automatic that's like ridiculous. And you got it if you pre-ordered the game. Uh, You didn't, if you didn't pre-order the game, you don't get it, which is the problem. Uh, so, like, in casual matches, that semi-automatic sniper was, like, super, like, broken. Super yeah, broken. Yeah, bad. Um, so, it, there's going to be some people with some broken controllers and headsets coming out real quick. Because uh, a lot of the kids, I would say, who aren't used to getting annihilated like that. Yes. I think I think a lot of kids are going to be... There's going to be some 7- and 8-year-olds. Quit playing with my name. You're toast. You're done. Go back to Fortnite, you bums. Okay? This game isn't for you. Simple. 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 Like he's talking to me. I feel like he's talking to me. No, no, no. You know no, I mean? no <laughs> not, anybody, not anybody here. Uh, no, no. But just but for sure, it's, it's play, it, bro, people think it's they're fun. so good and they're not. Like I'm telling you, <clears throat> all these handicaps they gave you guys are gone now, and you guys are toast. You're bronze at best, but here you are in plat three with me for some reason. I I digress. Really with that being said, the CDL season been really good. The yes. really good players are going to really separate themselves from the bad ones. So I think it's going to be a good year for the Call of Duty League season, especially for Optic because we got Shotzi, who is the movement oh, king. Man. So movement's back, Shotzi's back kind of a thing. Uh, but we'll Shotzi talk about should that, just know. be on his own freaking team, man. Shotzi and are going to be crazy, bro. I'm telling it's you. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be highlight reel every match. And there is there is some balance. I mean, there, there's some things competitively that I want to see. Like I want to see more than two guns this year. Like I, I want to have a way to like have multiple gun usage. Mm-hmm. Um, like last year was just the same two guns. It was the Vaznev if you're a sub, and it was attack if you were they are. And so it gets kind of stale quickly. Um, I do want to see fresh maps. I'm hoping like every season there is a new map that's yeah. playable for ranked play, um, or for the call it competitive scene. Uh, but then even beyond that, I'm there's one thing I'm really happy about, and it's the way they're treating their perks, and they made certain perks worth replacing dead silence for so like that aspect could play out differently so there's a perk where if you slide you can ads and you can aim in mm-hmm. uh but that perk replaces your dead silence perk so if yeah. you're someone like shotzi who can like really use that perk and like go crazy with it you're sacrificing your dead silence on the flip side of it if you're using dead silence you're sacrificing the ability to have an edge on someone while you're sliding especially with Definitely. slide canceling coming back Slide cancel is already hard enough to like if you're not good yeah. enough to like adjust to it, it's hard enough to like aim. 
if someone's aiming at you while they're sliding and canceling, it gets even crazier. Uh, so that's going to be another another piece of it that I'm excited to see. But then the, the one thing I'm concerned about, which I talked to Steven about already, is for the CDL scene and the competitive scene specifically. That's all I think about, if, if I'm being honest. Uh, there's no other specialist to use except for trophy. So there's going to be like 50 trophies every match, which means that grenades are going to be irrelevant. Makes it harder to break hills and stuff like that. So it could get like ugly quickly unless they bring something to combat that, like an EMP. But yeah, it looks yeah. good. I'm excited for it. Uh, I look for it too. Yeah, I, I'm so excited for it that like I have a hard time playing MW2 now because like I just want that game to I just get that game is just so good compared to this one that like I just want to play that game. Not to say much because this game kind of sucks. Like when you think about it, like now that I played a good Call of Duty game for because there hasn't been a good Call of Duty game since MW19. Now that I played a good Call of Duty game, uh, I'm mad that like this one is what I'm stuck with for another month or whatever. But yeah. So uh, I also want to piggyback off that. I don't know if you guys have been playing it, but I, I, I spawn is in the um, yep. in the battle pass right now, and I wanted to be and get him. So I purchased the battle pass for nine dollars. Nine dollars, I think it's what it is. I didn't know this, but you have to pay another thirty dollars to get the alternate skins of the battle pass that you already paid nine dollars for. I really hope the money grabbing kind of kicks back a little bit in this next game. I highly doubt that it does, but with Microsoft now being the owners of it, hopefully they can relax and not try to rob us every other second. Because yeah, only if like Game Pass. Yeah. yeah, I have Game Pass. So yeah, yeah, uh, cool. So that's it for gaming. That's it for movies. Andrew, as much as I don't want to pivot to you, because you know I know what it's going to be about. <laughs> you are expert host of the day. You know actually, what it's going to be not, about. Not host. Let me clarify. You're not the expert host. You're the expert topic today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's change that real quick. Um, so what you got for us, man? It's been three weeks. It has been three weeks. And in that three weeks, some crazy things have happened. But to start my topic off, let, let's stay on the Call of Duty focus for a little bit. So I know you guys look for updates. I'm assuming you guys read patch notes, updates, all that good stuff, right? So I want you to think if Rocket or excuse me, if uh Call of Duty took something you loved out of the game, what would it be and how would it make you feel? Start with Matt. So they have to remove one thing that you love out of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh like a literal thing? Mm-hmm. Like they're just like, hey, X date, yeah. sorry, this is no longer gonna be available to do. Yeah, they've done it. They've done it. It's red dots. The right dumbest off. thing I've ever done in their life. And I was, as yep. soon as I heard it, I was pissed. Immediately okay. pissed. So do you think when they took red dots away, did that damage or did that cause people to stop playing the game completely? Like turn a fan base away? Uh, Like you want like the actual like correct like statistical number answer? I don't need the statistic. I'm just curious. Uh, if Call of Duty wasn't Call of Duty, it would have. But since it is Call of Duty, it did not. Hmm, okay. All right, Steven, what about you? What would be that thing that they would take away that would ruin it for you? Maybe cause you to uninstall and not play it ever again? Um, It, it is in Call of Duty too. Uh, I think it was Caldera when they took away your loadout. I think that's what it was, Matt. Remember when they took away loadouts when so, you played Warzone? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have to play with this dog shit gray gun. 
Ooh. and it was just Ooh. yeah it, it made me not want to play because i was like you stay alive until the loadout drops get the loadout start wiping people and there was yeah. no loadout so i was like what the hell am i have these crap guns i'm not gonna get get to the final round and then get annihilated mm-hmm. hard pass all right so the reason i bring this up we're gonna flip it back to my favorite conversation good old rocket league universe um something very controversial happened uh so on october 10th wait, wait, wait. can i guess it real quick sure did they get rid of flip resets no oh that was gonna be <clears throat> on october 10th the rocket league status twitter account posts on december 5th 2023 at 4 p.m pacific standard time rocket league will be removing player to player trading so they're just taking it completely out of the game. So the ability to trade items, uh, gone. What is interesting and what has been driving people insane is this Rocket League status account is like they post like server updates and like when things go down. Like it's not even like the main Rocket League Twitter account. So it's kind of like a backhand like, okay, where's where's the communication? Then to make things worse... They send out a patch note with explaining, hey, if you want to learn more about the reason why, go to this. And the I'm gonna I'm gonna post what the article says in Discord because it's only two sentences. And so why this is so huge is because within Rocket League, there is a huge following and side of the game where people don't even play. They're just there trading, making making profit off of trades. There will be people on YouTube who go from nothing to a black market item or like a really expensive item. And this just like kills that side of the community completely. So what they said is we are making this change to align with Epic's overall approach to the game cosmetics and item shop policies. Where items aren't tradable, transferable, or sellable, this opens up future plans for some Rocket League uh, vehicles to come to other epic games over time supporting cross game ownership That's ah it. i see i see i see I, I, you, I call bs on this i call bs on this you think what do you mean that they're not going to do it no no i think they're going to do it but i don't think they're doing it for that reason epic just let go of seven hundred fifty thousand people mm-hmm. um they're trying to get money they're 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 figuring out how can we collect money and keep money in house and then they realized, hey, there's a black market on um, skins. We could clip Get that. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's an economy. There's people who play that just because they have skins. Mm-hmm. And, like, I play Fortnite most of the time because I have skins. Now, if I had the opportunity to trade people, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Epic Epic's prices on everything are going up. Fortnite bucks are now $3 more. Um, the pass is going to be more money. It just they're They're trying to get money for – they had to let go of 750 people. They're definitely. They're so you're thinking specifically a money play, like, a, hey, we mm-hmm. got to reconcile some of the net losses that we've had. Here's an easy way to do it. Let's get rid of the black market, so to speak. Which yeah. is funny because they used to have items called black market. 100%. Uh, Matt, what are, you, what are your thoughts on it? Why, why do you think it's uh, spot on? 
No, I don't actually. I think if they were to make more money, it would be selling higher rarity items, just like Valve does in CS:GO. Um, if Valve makes more money with the black market being there than they do without it. Uh, they make about fifty or some million dollars, I think, uh, in game cases. But that's because that specific knives and items that are so rare that like they people just hunt them in a mm-hmm. way, right? It's so, like they have like mm-hmm. thirteen. $13,000 knife. Uh, if Epic wanted to make the most amount of money, they would just copy that formula, uh, which is what they had before in the past. Um, I don't think... I, I thought there was a lot of like legal stuff in the UK that caused that, though, to, to kind of just uh, to stop Epic. Yeah, they, the loot crate. The loot crates in, in certain countries are not allowed to be, so that's why they don't do those loot crates. And like... Uh, Certain countries like Saudi Arabia, I think it is. They they are not yeah. allowed to do. I thought, loot I thought, it, was, I thought it was like UK. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the, of Star Wars, they did. The other day, that, Valve makes fifty million dollars with or without that policy in place. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it's irrelevant. You already see somebody doing it mm-hmm. consistently, and I don't know how much fifty million is like over the course of a year, but it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And Rocket League isn't free, so they can make they already make enough money off the game purchase alone. Yeah, it's uh, free now though. When Epic oh. bought it, they, they converted it to free. Free then. Cool. Rock with it. But they can make more money by adding rarity to these items than they would completely disengaging the black market. And more money at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I could see their point of them having a crossover transferable system. Um, Epic prides itself on having one account for everything. They've, they've, that's what they've and always is- had about. Um, and if they're going to bring vehicles into other games in other places and they want their games to have cohesiveness with skins, then it is almost impossible to trade a skin in one game, but not in the others. If one account is your central ownership account. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, so here's my thought to that though. Most of Epic's games currently are on UE5. Rocket League is still on UE3. Be more excited for that then. But that, that's not, that's, that's still not relevant. The ownership of a skin is... Let's take the NFT route, for example. The item number for that skin is the same irreverent of what application it's on. So as long as I know that this owner owns this skin, I can apply this ownership number to any of my games. Mm-hmm. And I That's know that cool. they own this skin. Which what is, you do then, Call of Duty? I would love it. And, and this is the first year we're going to see some kind of transferring system from one card to the next. And, I, and me and you, Steve, I already have questions about how they're going to pull it off. So like... Yeah. Imagine adding a black market on top of that and how much more difficult it would be to pull it off with a black market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, centralizing all your stuff. So I, I get I get what they're saying. I just think that I think it'd be smarter just to leave Rocket League alone as its own standalone market for the skins. Yeah. Um, so but, so here's a lot of like the the griping and from the community. And, and, and to be honest, it is a core component of Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Like if, if Valve all of a sudden said no more trading skins in CSGO. Dude, it would die. It, it, that's a core component of the game, whether they mm-hmm. like it or not. Like, yeah, so that's why I asked the, the question of uh, earlier of what would Call of Duty have to take out of the game to make you like stop? Because this yeah. is like a, a big a big thing. Like, yeah. and not even just from like the gameplay, but like from content creator support. There there are people who have channels that are solely based on yeah. items or doing um, like here's how you make this car skin. Here's how you make it look cool. Like a pimp my, my ride kind of thing. Yeah. Um, when like a lot of that's just gone. 
Um, there's like websites that are dedicated to finding people so that you can trade, like all that's gone. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, but honestly, it, it doesn't bother me too much. I don't, I don't do a whole lot of trading. Like, I think it'll be sad to know like, oh crap, like if I wanted that item, I can't get it anymore, but that's not like a, a core component. You guys know I'm a good conspiracy. Uh, what? I just feel like they've already nerfed the hell of that playback market originally. But the, like, to get rid of it now completely is like completely alienating one of your, again, one of your fan bases like completely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess for me, like it's equivalent to like if they said there's no more search and destroy in Call of Duty. There's mm-hmm. an entire core peop- set of people that play only search and destroy. Mm-hmm. If you get rid of it, then yes, you are taking away, you're alienating a big chunk of people that will play only one game mode, which is S and D. So like mm-hmm. that's what it's equivalent of to me. Like yes, the game is the same, and it's still Call of Duty, whether it's Hardpoint or Control or whatever. But like S and D has your game. S and D has a heart. Like at the end of the day, Call of Duty is living and, and breathing because S and D thrived at one point in time. Mm-hmm. So. so here's part of the the other gripes that people are getting is again this tweet came out of the support or the the status which really is just for service issues and game updates. Like it's not the right channel to get this kind of announcement. Um, not only that, the next day, Rocket League, the actual account tweets, the NFL fan pass is back. The fan pass <laughs> brings 32 team decals, Fennec, Dominic, uh, Breakout, Dominus, Octane, and the return of Gridiron limited time mode. Thank God, huh? Yeah, so then they're like, here, you can buy these skins. And then five more days after that, they announced their um, Halloween special. And down at the bottom of the video, there is a little clause that says, not real gameplay and may may require additional purchases. So I think to Steven's point, like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, like, money grabbing going but it would just be nice just to to get like a, a reason a reason why like if they were like hey you know we're we're transitioning to a whole new platform where it's going to be UE Engine 5 and we're essentially going to do like a soft reboot of the game yeah so all your stuff is still going to be available in this version of Rocket League but that part of the feature is no longer going to be able to do it okay Andrew, no I got a point. question There'd be I no point for UE5 for Rocket League. For, so, by the way, just wouldn't do anything for you guys. I got a question again. There's really not a point to UE5 for Rocket League. It's not, yeah, a, it's not, it's not a worth their resources. I think it could be just because of the how easy it would be to have a creative mode and just have people go crazy making different sure, styles. Yeah. yeah, but then you get lost <laughs> in the sauce. That's what Fortnite's going through right now with like people not being able to find little worlds to join because they're just like mass producing levels and it's just getting crazy so i went down like a a pretty crazy rabbit hole where somebody thinks that epic is getting ready to phase out rocket league completely and have it be a a game that is launched within fortnite that it's Ah, still it's still technically a game that's gonna be i'm a fortnite fan i like fortnite but that'd be terrible you'd be 
So I have a question. Mm -hmm. Playing and I'm playing devil's advocate because I feel like these gaming companies that I'm about to talk about did something maybe right that might work in these kind of games. Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, where we have like Madden and FIFA, not so much FIFA, but Madden, uh, <clears> where <throat> you can open up packs, you get cards, you get you could sell them for in-game currency. Um, do you think that that could be a thing in Rocket League where you could trade old skins and they would be currency to buy new stuff like if there was a marketplace I in mean, there where like everybody could buy the fire engine red uh with the black pinstripe that was released three years ago if someone's selling it for a million coin it could be a million coin do you think epic does something like that to kind of keep the market in-house or do you think that's just not part of the culture no i think Rocket they're War? i think they're following the the play of uh fortnite where it's yeah. You want the skin, you gotta you gotta pay that $20, $25 for the skin. So what they have right now is what it's called a trade-up system. And oh yeah, you were telling us about it. It's actually pretty cool because you can take like rare items that aren't like really anything special, trade five of them in, and it bumps you up to the next tier. And then you get the next tier, trade in five, and it bumps you up to the next tier, all the way to the final rarest tier. But it used to be because there was a player-to-player -player trading base that you could trade something that you have duplicate of the rarest item of to get a whole bunch of these not worthless items that you can then trade up to get back to one. But now that that's gone, it's like once you trade in and you get your duplicate black market decals, they're just there and you don't really have anything left to do with them. Yeah, I get that. That sucks, man. I bet you I bet you they do take a hit in uh, players because there's going to be players who just do that for a living. Mm. But I don't know. Rocket League's pretty fun, man. Just playing from a person who doesn't get into it to jumping on and jumping off. It is, it is a good time killer. I just don't know if that's going to kill the culture in that game. Yeah, it'll be interesting but, to see. Like, And again, personally, I'm not like a huge trade, hunt and trade, like, Every once in a while, if there's like an item that I want, I will, I will like look and find people that I can trade items with. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's not going to affect. Uh, I play for the the thrill to win. But yeah, it just cool. it's it's crazy that like the amount of impressions that it's been getting on Twitter and like just the yeah. backlash is insane. It's a good read it. if you want to if you want to have a good read. It, it's pretty good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Rocket League, we know what you're doing. Epic Games, you're ruining the game. Straight up, honestly. Uh, let's keep it pushing. Andrew, you know, just a tidbit. The amount of time it took you to explain all that and, like, go over that is, like, perfect. It's as much time as you need to watch the episode of Loki. Yeah, I figured that was coming. And, you're and like, you're good. Just th three of those and you're good. All right? But I, you, I will you know, catch hey, up, I promise. But you know what's coming next week? The other episode of Loki. The other episode of Loki. Uh, I'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't it yeah. this one? So I got three to do? Yeah, I got three. We're not gonna gonna beat you up on three because we haven't seen it yet, but we can beat you yeah. up on the first two. But we're gonna see it tonight. So no, I've seen season released. one. Uh, I saw season one. I'm just not into season two yet. Simmer down. Anyways, anyways, anyways. All right, we're getting to the game portion of it. Esteban, you are the game person today. I wouldn't say master because you know I've had yeah, I've had five bangers of games. It, uh, Dude, so, honestly, that that tic tac toe game that was like chef's it? kiss. That was like, fun. That was actually in really Mexico. Good. I was like, oh, this would be such a fun game to play right now with my brother. Yeah. Like, yeah. good game. All uh, right, Steven, you're up. All right, 
Drizzy, since you're in here right now, uh, we're, you're gonna end. The, you're gonna be our final decision on who wins this. Uh, so, boys, if you notice in my background, I have a uh, Halloween themed um, background. So we're gonna go through this, and you got to give me your perfect Halloween night. You got to give me your costume, the candies you're looking for, what kind of neighborhood you're going to, and then do you break up the candies or do you keep them all in your bucket? I just I do need to know that after the fact because um, I have my own preference. So we're going to go on a perfect Halloween night. You can tell me, got to give me a costume and you got to give me the candies that are in your bucket and then and, and a neighborhood. Costume. All right. Okay. All right. Costume, candies, and neighborhood. And since Andrew hasn't watched Loki in three weeks, yeah, you're going to go starting off with Andrew. Uh, we'll give Matt middle and I'll take in. Mm, okay. Costume. So this is like, are we, am I starting with all three or like you see however you want it to go? Okay. Then is it, are we snaking? Like, are we drafting it or we're going to do snake and we're going to do, uh, we'll do four rounds. Okay. The four rounds. So if I'm starting, I'm going to go to the neighborhood that requires a gate code to get in because those are the rich guys that give you the king size candy bars. Okay, well, we'll play. We'll play. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so start with that first. Yeah, you can go. You can however you want to start. So same premise, neighborhood that requires a gate code. But I live in a place where, like they require gate code down the street. I know what kind of place that is. I want to be at one in, in like North Scottsdale. So a place <laughs> has a, a place that has a gate code in North Dang Scottsdale. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing right now. I thought I was gonna get to me. I yeah. thought I was gonna. Angie dropped the ball. I was like, yes, yeah. and then really did. Yeah. Really did. He does well, I, I thought I was encompassing all gates. No, you were not. You were not. Yeah, just like you thought you didn't have time to watch Loki, but we found yeah. three times yeah. in this episode where you could watch it. You're, you're mm-hmm. encompassing. You're encompassing all gates that we're not at. So you're yeah. not in North Scottsdale anymore, brother. Tell you that much right now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna do this since we're going with themes on where we're going. And you guys, I don't want to go to the hood because I'm trying to walk out with candy, yeah. not be candy. Um, I, I, I would love to go to North Scottsdale. That's where I was going to say to get the box Sam's Club boxes of, of candy, mm-hmm. but I can't. So I'm going to go to a trunk or treat. That way I know I'm getting candy. Mm-hmm. And most of the time when those people show up to trunk or treats, they're like good people who like want to be there. So they're giving out the good stuff. And with that being said, I'm going to pick my, uh, you know, I'm going to go costume last because I feel like I can get a banger. I'm going to go with my first candy. And me personally, I am a Twix kind of guy. So I love the small Twix in my son's kid's bucket. <laughs> I definitely jack those. That's what that's that's what mm. I'm going with. Yeah. Twix is pretty, pretty good. But, you know, I'm in North Scottsdale. I don't want no baby size Twix. I want a full size candy bar. <laughs> All right, and it's gonna be a Mr. Goodbye. Mm. All right, because they get they over, over there they can eat peanuts, you know what I mean? So I'm getting a full size <laughs> Mr. Goodbar in North Scottsdale, may I add. I'm probably getting Not like a pack of them. Probably gonna pack of them per, per person, realistically speaking. Hell no. That's what I'm taking. King size mm-hmm. Mr. Goodbar. I because Twix is taken. Twix is Twix is pretty good. Uh and Reese's is way too common. So no, Reese's Mr. No Goodbar. I am getting not the little good. fun size with like five peanut M&Ms. We're talking like the full size. You got like 25 to 30 peanut M&Ms in there. Throw that back. Mm. Dang. 
Peanut it would be M&M. like Andrew to pick the nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, there we go. The ones that he can throw back in his mouth, you know? Yeah. The ones he just sits just... there and just, you know? Come on. You guys, you tell me you don't like peanut M&Ms? Uh, they're oh, probably I, my I... third favorite M&M. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're about third. third. What else is out there? The Krispies? Uh, number one is pretzel. M&M. No. Uh, I guarantee two, you won't get any pretzel M&Ms this Halloween. Maybe not like in your gated community, but mine in North Scottsdale <laughs> definitely has pretzel M&Ms. Uh, and then a second would be peanut butter. And the third would be probably the Krispies or the Cookie Crunch. Ooh, Cookie Crunch gets slept on. Those are some good M&Ms too. Yeah, peanut all the way. Okay, um, so. You got I'm one candy. Free. You got your location. Uh-huh. You need another candy, and you need a costume. <clears throat> I'm writing down my, my picks so I can reiterate them at the end. Okay, I'm going to add a round onto this one. And then one candy that you don't want in your bucket. That you just like, why, why okay. do you get that out? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're gonna do the easiest one. Everyone knows what candy we don't want during Halloween season. Every single person knows. The one candy that I don't want, don't want to see it, are those peppermint York patties. He dropped the ball. (laughs) He dropped the ball. Just like over the meat. (laughs) Sitting over the meat. Listen, listen, listen. Get that candy corn out of my bucket right now, brother. All right. Andrew, I threw a softball up for you. That was for you. I would take candy corn over a peppermint York. York Oh, you are such a liar. Those things are disgusting. You're basically eating chocolate covered toothpaste. All right. That's better than just. Candified doo-doo. What basic candy corn is pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Candy corn. That's, that's the easy way. That's, that's why I don't want a bucket of candy corn. Hey, is there different flavors of the candy corn in the no, ring? No, no. Somebody in like sixth grade tried to tell me that there was. They're like, I just eat the top and then throw it away. Oh, I, I could like, think of another one. Oh, too oh, late. Too late. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm gonna throw this one out just after you let go. Me, and, yeah, yeah. Let me answer mine first. I'm gonna I'll throw out the terrible candy that way we can get it out of there. Yeah, candy corn is trash. I believe mm-hmm. Matt won that decision right there. I'm gonna go with Smarties. You know the little. Yeah, I hate bad. getting Smarties. They're cool for like three seconds, and then you're like, "Who eats the whole bag?" I, I the little stick. I think those are the worst candies known to man. Chalky. But behind, I'd rather have peppermint patties than that one. But no at way. least I'm not but getting then, any candy. Then, then which one? Then the little Smarties. You know the ones that look little circles that oh. come like. A, I hate I thought, those. Candies. You know. I know Andrew loves licorice, but like black licorice is also one I don't want in my bucket. Yeah, black licorice. Is, I was gonna yeah, say nasty. good and plenty is is horrible because that's like good runner up is uh air form of air, airheads. You know, like airheads? I like, like airheads. Not, not, no, I like airheads. I don't like the bootleg ones, you know, the ones that like come in like the variety pack, you know. Like I hate those little yeah, I hate those ones. All right, sorry about that. Uh my pick again, and I'm gonna go with a candy I do want in there. And that is going to be well since we can go full size candy bars. Wait, wait, how many candies are we putting in there? There's two we want. Two. One bad two. costume yeah. location. I'm going with Butterfingers, a big old Butterfinger. Hmm. Yeah, Butterfinger. Whew, I love a good Butterfinger. Yeah, but I'm going yeah. with Butterfinger Twix in my bucket. Get that smart smarties out of there. Not giving all yeah. my peppermint patties to to Andrew. But- the good news is the Butterfingers will be there for you because no one else wants them but you. Yeah. Uh, so Butterfingers are all you, brother. Um, I am going to go with one of those two packs, the two pack of Reese's Cups. 
Like I miss a good bar and Reese's cups. That's that's a pretty safe answer. You put them in the fridge in the morning. You wake up. Money in the bank or what? Definitely better than a Butterfinger. No, uh, hell no, Butterfinger. Yeah, definitely better than a Butterfinger. Uh, but yeah, so I do. I, I'm sitting pretty at North Scott still. I got Mr. a full size Mr. Good Bar, a full size Reese's cup, and no candy corn on bucket. I'm winning Damn. Halloween so far. That's just some kind of like home run I'm oh, missing. Man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Andrew, the kid, the I'm about to flop. I'm about to flop. I'm like panicking because I can't think of any other candies. <laughs> so uh, you need a candy in a costume, my guy. Candy in a costume. We should just appeal to our audience instead of appealing to what we like. Damn it. Just candy bar. Ooh, Mr. Goodbar threw throwing me off. I like Ooh. that. Keep that energy. Keep that energy. All right, costume. Um, personally, I like to, to do things that are funny. Um, so I think I, I'm going to get roasted for this. There's, there's you're, doing no, a, you're doing a costume? Yeah. Are we doing a second candy bar yet or no? No, I'm doing yeah, a costume because yeah. I can choose, and that makes Stephen have to do it not on his last. That's um, your last, isn't it? No. This is, he has this one, and then he has another one. It's the candy, and I can't think of any candy. Oh, you, got, you got back to backs, but I can't think of any costumes yeah. either. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna throw this one out. It is no, I don't know. Just give me like a really good. <laughs> he's, he's flopping. <laughs> the, lights are, the lights are too bright for him. The lights are too bright. Hey, 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 your fan turned off, dog. It looks like you're sweating right there. I don't know. I'm panicking. <laughs> It's a Halloween costume. You could be anything you want to be. Give me ghost face from Scream. I don't know. Ghost face from Scream. Okay. Yeah, that's a basic answer. With one of those knives that's like blood. The fake blood in it? Yeah. Congrats. You're like your every teenage girl <laughs> on Halloween night. <sighs> Thanks, Andrew. At least I'm not getting last place. You know what you I'm stop. saying? I accept defeat. You're up again with, with the candy bar now. The candy? Yeah. Sour like Patch a, Kids. It's like a Hershey bar or something. <laughs> like, what is going on? Hershey Kids. Kids. In the comments said bros in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was not prepared for this. Andrew's shown his age. <laughs> Eating his candy corn. That's yeah. pretty funny. No, I don't uh, think candy corn. I don't want that crap. No, All right. Man. You have it. You take it over a York patty, apparently. I would. York patties are disgusting. All right. So, costume. Yes, that's, what I'm, that's the last thing I'm on. Costume yeah, and really candy. I said Sour Patch Kids. Just to can I say? It. Can I say two possible? I have to pick one. No, you have to pick one. That's yeah, weird. I, I, don't remember you, I don't remember you being a game master. I wasn't asking you. So game person one. of the night. Pick one. Okay. You can pick one because I have to pick a costume too, and then you can do the honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, okay, let me think. Let me think. I have two. I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to be. So he has two, uh, and Andrew yeah. has good think of one. This has nothing to do with the judge in the chat. Okay. So don't think that. I just have a genuine love for this category. Uh, but I have a son. So it's going to be a father-son thing. Ooh, that's mm -hmm. fire. I'm going to be Goku. He's going to be Gohan. You know what I mean? 
So that's you what we're rocking with. That's what we're rocking with. You know what I'm saying? Listen, listen, listen. Because I know who that listen. guy is in that chat, listen. I know you're getting. Oh, get out of here. I've played pre- plenty of Dragon Ball Z Burukai Tenkaiji. Okay. Plenty of it. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, I've watched all Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball, eh, eh. first season's hard to get through, to be honest with you. Yeah, but, but Dragon Ball Z, I've watched plenty of that. Plenty of it. And I have a second son of the way, so next year I can recycle him costumes. I could be uh, Goku, Gohan, and he can be Trunks. I didn't know you had a second son on the way. Second son of the way in like a month. <laughs> what? Where yeah. have I been? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. you've, you've been gone not watching Loki. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven, you're up, my friend. All right, so since we do know who the judge is, I am going to go with not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that was good, Pander. Oh, hey, that was good, man. Yeah, because he has a tattoo of it on his arm. I was going to say it. Just uh, say it. Rip no, the Band-Aid kidding. off and say it. No. Um, that is actually a pretty good one. That's because th- I do like themed with the family. Um, yeah, but I want to say that. when you can be – a ninja turtle for on Halloween, yeah. and not one person questions it. You got to be a ninja turtle. I've been, I think, in my whole life, I've been a ninja turtle about six times. Uh, there's only four turtles, I went through the whole thing, repeated a couple, and this is all my 20s. So, being a ninja turtle, I think, would be the go to costume. I want a full size ninja turtle, movie quality. Um, I think that would be. A dope. I don't know how far I could go because I'd probably faint because it's so hot in there. But um, I would love to be a Ninja Turtle in movie quality costume on Halloween, eating a delicious Butterfinger, a Twix. God, the no Butterfinger just honestly, you had a I chance to the Butterfinger. No, the Butterfinger just Butterfingers are delicious. I like to pull one out, put it in my coffee, pour my coffee over the Butterfinger. Which turtle? The, the um, Butterfinger, definitely. The you. turtle, I am a Leonardo fan, but when it's party time, it's Mikey. But I am a Leo fan, so I've been no. Leo the most. I've Leo never, anyone, I never once seen Leo eat a Butterfinger and enjoy it. Mikey will eat anything though. Mikey will literally, yeah, eat. Mikey will. He definitely will. Eat. <laughs> literally, definitely whatever eat. you can yeah. see. Uh, yeah. all right, well, that's what I'm going with. So, you want, do you want to go over our picks? No, yeah. No, I just sold mine. I sold mine to the judge. Matt, sell yours. And then I definitely want to hear Andrew sell his. And then um, let us know who won down the comment with a one, two, and three. Yeah. Go for it, Matt. <clears throat> sell yours. All right. So since I'm in Arizona, I picked North Scottsdale Gated Community. If you look on the index of like the richest cities in the United States, North Scottsdale is up there. You also look at the most growing cities, North Scottsdale up there. You also look at like the most visited cities at the moment in the U.S., most Scots is up there. So I'm going to the most populated place I can go to, the safest place I can go to, the richest place I can go to, uh, gated community. I'm getting a full-size Mr. Good Bar. All right. Trash. I mean, sorry, sorry. Nothing better than peanuts and chocolate. That's why everything has peanuts and chocolate, you know? Rocky Road. Uh, that's actually not peanuts. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, a Sunday, you know, you put chocolate chip and peanuts on top. Classic combination. A, a chocolate dip cone. Why are you hating my peanut. M&M? My peanut M&M's. <laughs> Can I speak, please? Yes. You're being rude chocolate, right now, Andrew. I don't chocolate, like it. Chocolate dip cone, peanuts, and chocolate. All right? Classic combination in the form of a bar with no stupid shell on the outside with an M on it. Like, who, who, wants, who wants that? What is it? Reese's Reese? cup, 
a classic. I'm telling you, you put it in the fridge when you get it. And the next morning, you're waking up to a heavenly treat. A heavenly treat, okay? A divine, immaculate, straight from the hands of God treat. I promise you that much. Try it one time. You'll know what I'm talking about. All right? And then we're going with the authentic, non-catered to the judge answer of my costume. I have a son. Love him to death. I wanted to be a little mini me, oh. and he, he, he really he really kind of is. You know, people see him. It's like a little mini Matt. So why not do Goku and Gohan, you know? Why not do Goku? There's, there's no stronger bond in all of fatherhood I can think of than Goku and Gohan. He's like the worst father figure of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he like left his kid for seven uh, years. Excuse to me. <laughs> I'm trying to cook here. Let him cook. Last but not least, the don't want candy. If you ask literally anybody, they don't want their bucket <laughs> during me. Halloween. Except for Andrew. It's literally candy corn. Okay. So that's I, that's not even a sell. That's just something that like is generally known as a fact. Yeah. After the explanation, Andrew, it's on to you. Um, I'm going to be honest. These are all not great picks. I panicked. But what I will sell is the reaction of these two goobers that are above me when you pick me. And my terrible picks, they won't be happy for at least a good 24 hours because they know that they were swindled from a sweet victory. And I came in and flopped and still got your vote. That's all I got. Man's pandering. Look at him. Look at him. All right. I guarantee it'll be good. It'll be good. Visually, they'll be frustrated. Give us this verdict. Who you got? Who's coming out on top? They're patiently waiting. We're patiently waiting for the answer. Patiently. Not too patient, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, a, like a patient. Any... Oh, my. Oh, he's he's brother, <laughs> man. Typing. What are we doing here? Yeah, we only have three fans, and we're about to ban one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shut the hell up. He's yes! <laughs> And you better you better be last place behind that comment. You better get out of here with this Andrew shit. This is the last time we use crowd. This is why we shouldn't do this. You better be keep typing after that. Better I just want, I just you know, there's no money on this or any kind of high stakes. There's it could just pride be pride and honor. It could be a quick answer, you know. He's he's doing it. He's mulling it over. Andrew, Let's go. Andrew, no, Andrew third. Oh, Andrew dude. third. <laughs> Andrew third, what that means. I saw my name. I got excited. Yeah. He literally put a shameful face next to it, dude. Man. I can't see it. I got these old eyes. He, he gave you the gold medal. He gave me the third yeah, place. The third one. place bronze. Sorry, brother. bro. I mean, it was it was a good attempt. I knew it, it wasn't was, going man. Far. It was good. I think what screwed you over is your one through four picks. You know what I mean? Yeah, basically everything. <laughs> All right, give us. We got two. I go. I guess whatever your name. Just skip and go to one. Twix, Butterfingers, Giant Ass Ninja Turtle. Andrew, you had no hope when Andrew when Stephen gave you a layup and you just completely. I know, dude. I've never given somebody such a. I don't know why, but when you told me what we were doing, I was like, I don't know. I see. That's some BS, man. He pandered. Matthew pandered and gave him the anime pick. Bring it home. Look at. I knew this was bullshit. I'm willing to end. See, I'm really you see in, this baby. reaction? I'm really did you in, get baby. from Steven right now? You're missing I'm out on both in. of them having that when you could have picked me. 
get the brooms out, ladies and gentlemen. Get the brooms out. It's a sweep. It's a sweep. Let him cook. Oh, Goku's the greatest dad. <laughs> that was the worst father in all of hey. anime history. Hey, hey, hey. It's spoken, all right? All right. What's what's what that woman said? He has spoken. All right. That's it. It's a wrap. It's done. I've won. I've won. I'm basically the Warriors with Kevin Durant. I got the brooms out and I swept them. Honestly, let me. I can. I can right. pinpoint. Get, get both, us out of here. Just, I can pinpoint both your downfalls. All right. Downfall for Andrew was the candy corn thing. Easy layup. Oh yeah, hard. Downfall. Hard. For, downfall for Steven, where he lost the whole crowd at. We know it, Andrew. What was it? Butterfinger. The butterfingers. <laughs> the butterfingers. <laughs> all right, all right. That wraps up our show, ladies and gentlemen. Good game, Steven. Good game. It was really fun. It's always fun seeing Andrew. I honestly just yeah, completely with him. His panic so, big, dude. Hey, yeah. if Andrew dude, I was like sweating. You know he's about my to face lie. was going red. Like, yeah, it was, <laughs> he screams our back. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 this was this was not your episode, my friend. No, not even close. No, but as always, we're back next week, ladies and gentlemen. Wrapping it up for tonight. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you to our guest, the Judge. Shout out my my cousin. Uh, non-biased, of course, Judge. Y'all have a biased. good night. Y'all have a good evening. Remember who the champ is always. It is me. Adios.